Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. A few months ago, I spoke of the dramatic and undeniable changes in the newspaper industry and noted that dwindling home delivery circulation did not necessarily mean fewer readers. Newspapers, including The Blade, adapted, and their websites are visited by millions of Americans every day. But while the mission of newspapers remains the same, there's another aspect of the evolution of a free press that is personally troubling to me and should be to you as well. I'm talking here about the newspaper itself, the building it is housed in, the physical plant. It's not a noisy place anymore, and it's not really a public place anymore either. If you remember movies like Front Page and All the President's Men, and more recently Spotlight, you got a glimpse of what newspaper offices once looked and sounded like. Reporters banging away at their typewriters, the police radio blaring an alert to editors about an accident, a fire, a shooting, a robbery, a city editor demanding copy as deadline approached. It was the most exciting time of my half century in newspaper journalism. Despite the blue haze created by all the cigarette smokers who surrounded me, there was no other place I wanted to be. Like most print journalists, I thrived on the controlled madness of the newsroom and the relentless pressure of deadlines. If I had a week to finish a story, I'd take a week. But if I had just 20 minutes to get it done, I'd find a way. Less than an hour later, the finished product would arrive at my desk. The old cliché hot off the press, well, it was literally true. The paper was still warm to the touch. After writing feverishly and then seeing the fruit of our labor so quickly, well, that was the nearly instant gratification I craved. I would not have been as happy at a weekly publication or a magazine. Back in the day when The Blade was still published in the afternoon, we would wait for the rumble three floors below us as the presses began rolling. Tour groups would come through and folks' jaws would drop when viewing and hearing the giant presses as they picked up speed. But nowadays the public doesn't visit the newspaper much unless it's to transact business with the advertising or circulation folks. The presses, they're gone. I remember with great pride that newspapers were once regarded as a haven, a place where the doors were always unlocked and anyone with a gripe knew he or she could be heard. I worked for many years at the Monterey Peninsula Herald in California, a newspaper owned in the 1970s and 1980s by The Blade. And I recall with fondness the characters who would show up at my office door. One woman in particular who ran for office every year and never won made herself a nuisance to much of the community but she knew she would not be turned away at the Herald. I recall another individual who insisted the FBI was out to get him, and the only thing that prevented it was the invisible protective bubble he claimed surrounded him. We got him some help. My point is that changing times have relegated much of that openness to the past. Now everyone must have a pass to get in. Newspapers have survived, but on a personal level, Another cliché really does apply here. I will always lament the loss of the good old days. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.